Matters podcast. This is Sudeshna, your host, bringing to you the best insights from the guests across the globe and industries. Today, for the episode, we have two guests joining us who will be sharing insights on the several aspects of the gig economy in 2022. Let me introduce you to our guests who are Vineet Arya, the founder and director of CoHire, and Gurpreet Singh, the co-founder and chief revenue officer of Avigna. Hello, Gurpreet. Hello, Vineet. Welcome to People Matters podcast. Hello, Sudeshna, and thanks for inviting me here. Hey, Sudeshna, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invite. Hi, Vineet. Nice to meet you too. Hello, Gurpreet. Nice to meet you as well. So, first question that I have is actually for Vineet. As you are into gig CXO platforms, so uh, you know which industries do you generally see looking for white collar gig workers? So, Sudeshna, let me answer a question in a very different way. When you say which industries? I think uh, I would all uh, like to admit, and that's what my experience also. So this is an industry agnostic uh, domain because uh, you know, as you all know, that every industry needs highly skilled, experienced, and mature C-level professionals to run the businesses. So it's very difficult to pinpoint any particular industry that uh, you know we see having better traction for a gig CXO. or expert on demand platform like ours however having said that there are different domains so uh, in order to uh, you know make your questions more simple startups funded startups and SME SMBs they are the two subsections of the uh, target audience that sees lot of benefits from uh, you know um, kick cxo concept or an expert on demand platform like ours uh, because they are the people who want those c level guys to you know sail through their business problems or solve any business issues which is hampering the growth of a company or they are not able to find a cxo immediately or the right person for their company so if you have to ask me i think these are the two more set of targeted companies who are more prone to a more uh, open to like adopting this concept so uh, we need what are the roles uh, generally that uh, you know your clients or the companies uh, they look for like what sort of roles do they prefer for what sort of business functions do they seek gig workers so you your question has two parts one is uh, what functions and what roles so let me answer this question in different uh, formats as well so first of all what functions i will answer it that first since i've been in this uh, gig industry sales and marketing has been the most sought out of sought after Uh, you know, uh, functions the companies funded startups or the SME SMBs prefer. However, off lately, we started to see some traction from the technology side as well, because that's one area where there's huge demand from companies, uh, not only from the gig perspective but overall perspective. So that's that would be the flavor, or that would be the most sought after uh, function, especially in 2022. So apart from the regular. sales and marketing which i will which i i presume and which i confident that will continue to be uh, demanded from the company's side you know and to your coming to another question what are the roles see cohire uh, is a gig cxo concept or we or we also call ourselves experts on demand platform so we only deal with c level so cxo level uh, you know experts so obviously we are only into the uh, into the um, you know a uh, concept wherein if a company need a c level guy then only they'll come to us so uh, you know this role can be a specific expert role in any domain or heading a division kind of a role right now that may be classified as a ct cto or cm or cso or a cfo that we will leave it up to the company to decide but uh, it is a domain expert 
with at least 50 to 20 years past experience that these experts have who are ready to work for companies and that and these are the kind of uh, you know, professionals or C-level professionals that company expect to have to uh, make them available for these companies. All right, so going by that answer, I would like to ask Gurpreet the next question that what sort of functions do you see your clients, you know, seeking gig workers for? What has been your experience this far? Sure, Sudeshna. Thanks for the question. Uh, so let me start by clarifying what Avigna does and then, you know, I'll also answer the question here. Uh, so see, Avigna belongs to the space of future of work where we are basically leveraging the gig economy to gigify core enterprise work, which predominantly used to be executed by a permanent workforce. So for the enterprises, you know, we are managing work end to end. We, we are only charging on deliverables and we become an execution partner for them. And for the gig workers, we manage the whole job cycle. So for, from selection to training to uh, work execution and also the payout management. So this is a big basic context on what we guys do. And uh, you're right, you know, when 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 I say that we are an enterprise gig work platform, I'm talking about all across the spectrum. So we are not only limited to blue collar workforce and we have offerings across entry level jobs, mid level jobs, even high skilled business functions as well, where we become the execution partners. To be honest, we've seen the um, you know demand to increase across the spectrum. Uh, blue collar demand uh, has always dominated the gig economy and we have seen the trend to continue. Uh, but with this pandemic, uh, Sudeshna, uh, we witnessed a very steep rise in the demand of gray and white collar workers as well. So if I talk about entry and mid-level of jobs, uh, which can be you know, termed as gray collar or sometimes white collar, we have executed a lot of work around telecalling, around content operations, around sales, around examination proctoring. And uh, companies like a TCS, like a Swiggy, or even a Baiju's have uh, increased their demand in these requirements. And now if I talk about the high skill category, which can be primarily termed as white collar, we have again seen a large adoption of gig uh, in various freelance roles in the IT function. And a lot of expert roles have started gigifying in the content and marketing functions as well. So this trend uh, where gray and white collar is kind of uh, having more recognition and adoption in gig is I think likely to continue in the uh, coming times as well. Okay, uh, so Gurpreet, as you said that given the pandemic, uh, the dependence uh, on the gig workers has seen a little increase. So uh, could you please cast light on the factors which have been the driving forces uh, towards this sort of inclination towards the gig workers on the part of the employers? Sure, uh, Sudeshan, that's an important question. Uh, and, you know, uh, being so close to the gig uh, segment for the last five years, uh, we've seen a lot of trends and a lot of factors coming up. One of the main points, if I have to call out, is that, see, traditionally work has gotten executed where a lot of full-time people are put on your pay payroll or a third-party payroll, and there is a fixed cost associated with it. So in all of this, there is an upfront risk because uh, a company ends up paying fixed salaries with no guarantee of output. And there is always an incremental cost uh, which is due to rehiring, uh, retraining, and again, the remanagement that comes with the attrition. Now, because of all these challenges with the traditional or the conventional method of working, the most important reasons why employers are shifting towards the gig economy is to variabilize their PNLs. What platforms such as Avigna is doing is that they are, they are converting the fixed payroll cost to a completely variable expenditure with this gig economy and uh, 
mapping that cost to their top lines. Now, since businesses only have to pay on outcomes or only the deliverables or the work which is delivered, there is no risk and no upfront investment in running the business with gig economy. So that's one very important and major point, uh, Sudeshna. There are other points as well. I'll quickly, uh, you know, take a minute to walk you through them as well. Firstly, you know, the gig economy uh, enables no fixed cost or overheads for the employers. So uh, they have the ability to plan their resources in a highly flexible way, which, you know, leads to overall operational efficiency in the whole system. So that's an important point as well. Another point is that with gig, uh, the companies are able to scale up and down their operations as per the demand or as per the requirement. This, uh, you know, eventually leads to better utilization of resources. And, and as a business, I can easily scale uh, with, with a rapid and a lean sort of execution uh, pan, uh, pan India, right? So that helps me deliver scale at a very flexible manner. And the other point is that with gig, companies get access to a diverse pool of skilled resources which are on demand in nature so i'm able to map the correct worker with the correct job uh, so if i you know let's say need a data scientist for only three months i can do that with gig if i need a marketing expert for every two hours uh, you know two hours every day i can do that with gig that is not possible through the traditional economy the conventional uh, payroll economy uh, this is where you know employers are able to maintain the highest quality levels uh, at the most cost effective prices as well you know that this flexibility and the diverse pool enables them to do the same and the last point here is that with this dynamic market situation we've seen what covid has done to us in the last two years gig has given them that flexibility to scale their business and manage their business even in the uncertain times so i think these are important factors which are uh, leading to gig adoption uh, i'll take a minute more sudeshna because there is an important catch here even with these advantages and factors, which are very evident, you know, businesses are still struggling to uh, manage the gig workers. Why? Because they don't have the right tools today. They don't have the right technology today to manage such a flexible and on-demand sort of a workforce. That is where a no-code tech, which can enable them to manage their workflows end-to-end, -end, is extremely critical for the gig economy to be successful. From the responses that... Uh... Gurpreet has given Vineet, I have one question for you. He noted that uh, during the pandemic or as an effect of the pandemic, there has been a little increase in inclination towards white collar uh, gig workers also. So as you are directly associated with the white collar gig industry, do you want to add to this? So, I totally agree with Gurpreet saying that, you know, because of this pandemic, the demand for gig workers have gone up and I'm sure in the blue and the gray color space, uh, you know, where Avigna and the Gurpreet is, they're seeing the high demand. And from a CXO point of view or a C-level point of view, we have also seen the demand increasing because at the end of the day, the companies have started to realize that it doesn't matter where the person is. It doesn't matter whether the uh, person is on the payrolls or the traditional way of hiring or not on the payrolls. At the end of the day, what it matters is get the work done, get the task done, get the objective fulfilled, get the business problem solved. So I think that change in Indian uh, decision maker and Indian businesses have started to creep in. Although we are we are on a very early stages, gig economy in India, especially the blue and the gray color space, have been existing for the last 10 years or even more. But the gig CXO has just started to come in. Whereas this kind of a model is very well accepted, very well accepted in UK, some parts of Europe and US. But in India, it still have to find his foot 
in the industry wherein every organization whether funded startups whether SME SMEs MSMEs or large organization started to see that can they have a CXO on a gig rather than hiring him as a permanent senior team member or a management team or as a consultant can this be another way to get the business uh, task done uh, that is still yet to take a shape or mainstream in india but um, you know to agree to what uh, gurpreet has just said in our business we have seen 100% growth and i i am i am already seeing in our gig cxo model we are on the path and i'm pretty confident although we are not supposed to make any predictions or forecast here but i am pretty confident that we will again uh, grow more than 100% than what we did in 2021 so uh, gurpreet added one more uh, thing he said that uh, management of the gig workforce is still a challenge for a lot of companies because they don't possibly have the right tools and uh, technical uh, backup so uh, you know i would like to know what is the picture of uh, gig workforce management across the c suite levels or the cxo level so sudeshna as we said that you know we are dealing with c level people so uh, all the experts that we have on our panel are minimum 15 to 20 years experience and some of them are 25 30 years experience as well so couple of them uh, not couple but at least five or 10 of them are ex ceos of the organizations many are vice presidents and ex directors of the organization so managing them is not an issue at all right so i i'm i'm assuming that what gurpreet my friend has told is when they're talking of uh, gig workforce at the blue and the gray collar space or a early white collar space but in our case you know companies come to us when they are looking for a 20 years experience let's say technology expert 20 years experience marketing expert digital marketing expert a brand expert 20 years experience uh, hr expert right so they are you don't need any tool or any uh, you know uh, technology to man- manage them because they are the people who have been in the leadership positions in the past uh, corporate life that they were in so obviously when they come they start working or they start actually getting deep inside the business from the second day itself when they are uh, onboarded inside the organization and second thing you know our model is not based on number of hours or number of days you know we work on a fixed monthly compensation model so obviously you know you don't need to really track how many hours of work that cx uh, the cxo has put in or how many days of work the cxo has put in right it's it's like he's kind of your pseudo employee or a pseudo senior team management guy on a monthly compensation so regarding that aspect sudeshna it is not applicable right so it's like you know any company doesn't need a tool to manage the cto or a cmos or cfos of the world right they 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 come with lot of self integrity self discipline and uh, you know in fact they are hired to manage the team not to manage themselves so we need one thing that i would like to ask you is how do you look at the importance of balancing between a permanent and a gig workforce well uh, sudeshna uh, this is a question which is always asked to me from various uh, people especially the media people so um, there is no standard answer i mean i if you ask me there is no set defined rule or a, a standard thing that i can tell you how do you balance the, the traditional uh, uh, hiring versus the gig one but um, you know you know i'll i'll take a step back and see why do why do companies need a gig cxo now depending on the level of a company let's say for example a funded startup they need experienced folks a gray hair folks who can take the business from level 1 to level 10 you know faster and they may not able to hire a c level or cxo level guys so soon because you know finding 
सी लेवल और सी एक्सओ लेवल गाइस इज नॉट इजी टास्क इन द सेंस इट डजंट हैपन इन कपल ऑफ डेज इट टेक्स थ्री टू फोर मंथ्स टू आइडेंटिफाई द राइट सी एक्सओ टू वर्क फॉर अ कंपनी सो देयर एक्सपेक्टेशंस व्हेन दे कम टू अस आर वेरी डिफरेंट कंपेयर टू अ एसएमई एसएमबी व्हिच इज कमिंग बिकॉज़ दे से दैट यू नो लेट्स से फॉर एग्जांपल यू नो वी आर ऑलरेडी 500 करोड़ कंपनी नाउ आई डोंट नो आई एम गेट्स आई गॉट स्टक सो आई नीड टू गो टू 1000 करोड़ नाउ कैन यू हेल्प मी टू फाइंड अ गुड एक्सपर्ट हु कैन हेल्प अस स्टीयर दैट बिजनेस फ्रॉम uh 500 crores to 1000 crore business right so their expectation is totally different so um, it all depends at the end of the day uh, yes any company whether big or small or a medium sized company they have to have their own set of employees they need to have a own set of senior management they need to have a own set of middle and the junior management as well because not everything can be done by gigs you know only a certain portion of tasks can be performed by gig not everything can be done by gig but however if there is a particular business issue that suddenly comes up it can be that uh, you know they are not able to find the right kind of uh, uh, you know cxo to be hired in the organization so rather than waiting for 6 months to find the right set you can take an interim cxo from us right if you have a business problem which they need which any company feels that you know it will take couple of months or it can take 4 or 5 months to solve the problem so why do we need to hire a, a senior management folk for it right or for that matter when the company itself is not very sure how the business going to look like in the next 6 months or year or 2 years down the line which normally most of the companies come to us saying that we need you know we are not sure how it's going to shape up so we don't want to hire a team or hire a senior management team but rather than use a gig and figure it out once we figure it out then obviously you know um, the gig cxo comes out and the uh, you know regular cxo takes over so the forms the shape the reasoning behind hiring a gig cxo it totally depends from company to company but uh, yes we feel and i personally feel that there is a space for uh, gig cxo in the regular senior management team in in all the organizations but is it forever no not forever because the role of a gig cxo is either take the company to a certain level solve a particular business problem or you know uh, prove a certain business aspects and then hand it over to the company and come out of it so gurpreet would you like to add anything to this Sudeshan, uh, see, uh, in the space where Avigno operates, we basically want to gigify everything. Uh, we believe that anything, any work which can be independently evaluated, which can be taskified, uh, which can be mapped to a particular outcome that is associated with that quality metric or SLA metric, can be gigified. And in these past five years, you know, we have already gigified nine lines of businesses. the objective is to uh, make sure that we are able to create a framework around executing that work at scale getting the right gig workers or supply associated with that particular line of business and finding a way to run it at scale with the right quality metrics and uh, you know while you know uh, i agree with vineet on certain matters that if we are talking about a cxo level hiring yes a gig cxo would take the company to uh, a a level which is permissible and then you need uh, someone who's who's permanently uh, driven uh, in the organization but when i'm talking about the space that abigno operates in which is entry mid level and early high skill level even digital marketing experts data science experts product experts we have seen that everything can be gigified if there is intent and if there is a clear evaluation metric and as an industry watcher i am closely looking at enterprises even large brick and mortar enterprises who are looking to create at least 30% of roles that are traditionally permanent 
payroll driven they are converting them into gig roles uh, so that's a very important milestone from from say 0 to 5% to reaching to about 30% of such gig adoption is what we are targeting in the next couple of years and and it's a journey right uh, we will as a platform we will keep gigifying more lines of businesses which are relevant uh, today we are at nine lines of businesses tomorrow we will be at 15 and as and when the the industries uh, adopt more gig we would be there to offer them those sort of lines of businesses so gurpreet one more thing that i want to ask you is that you know nowadays we hear a lot about the great resignation attrition and you know war for talent uh, every industry is probably facing talent crisis and attrition so to what extent according to you can a gig workforce help a company combat attrition or anything of that sort swisha uh, i think um, i'll i'll answer this in a couple of points the first point is that the great resignation is an outcome of the pandemic where a lot of workers have the have had the chance to basically uh, retrospect introspect and and understand you know whether they are relevant to the organization whether they are following their career path or not and the lockdowns and the time outside of the organization and has, has put in a lot of thinking by the workers to figure out whether they want to continue or maybe search for more opportunities now the same pandemic has also been difficult for the gig workers to be honest they have suffered even more in all this uncertainty they've had to migrate to their hometowns they had to temporarily be out of work during lockdowns uh, in fact you know as a global report i have seen that 52% of the gig, gig economy workers had lost their jobs through pandemic and there was always a constant fear of exposure you know to the virus uh, for especially the field gig workers if i have to specifically say whether gig economy can solve the problem of the great resignation i would say that it will add to uh, the solution there would be more solutions as well but gig economy is one of the most important solutions when it comes for a company to to look at how do we go ahead from there when everyone is trying to change an organization go to another company how do we maintain that continuity i think gig economy would be important in that particular manner as well so today larger enterprises have adopted gig in a much more full fledged way as i said they are looking to gigify more than 30% of the roles that they have remote work has led to gig adoption and um, any remote job i'm sure that gig workers will always be at the forefront of that paradigm shift so while remote work is kind of enabling great resignation but at the same time it is also enabling gig adoption so it's balancing the whole system at this point of time even the great resignation has also led to the fact the gig based hiring in skilled and expert talent be it of uh, it roles data science roles content roles marketing roles and even the cxo roles that you know we need uh, here told about has actually increased so what i'm saying is that it's a balancing act that we are seeing uh, and, and and yes when you are balancing you are also the solution so gig economy is becoming a solution uh, to some of the problems and the challenges that the great resignation has brought about in india thank you gurpreet uh, vinit when you were uh, talking about the penetration of the concept of uh, gig cxos into india very recently so uh, how do you look at the hiring trend or do you even see any new trend that hiring of the gig cxos is going to see in 
see obviously you know we all know you know the it sector especially the it companies are facing is a big issue in hiring in india whatever said and done we still have a dearth of uh, real good talent which companies can acquire or can you know recruit in their organizations and uh, just because we don't have the right set of talent which industry demands so obviously it uh, leads to a lot of churning lot lot of other issues uh, which currently i'm assuming the recruiters and the hr folks are facing so obviously uh, one of the things that i you know what we believe in what cohere believes in that you know you don't hire bodies you don't hire warm bodies you are here to hire a skill now that skill can be adopted by vinith arya it can be adopted by sudeshna or by a gurpreet it doesn't matter you are just using the skill for a particular period of time and that's a great mind shift change you know we have been believing in hiring warm bodies whereas sooner or later the uh, industry and the whole hr community has to realize that there is no point in hiring warm bodies you just hire skills and that skill can be used for the benefit of the company that's a shift i am assuming and i hoping that it should come up in the in the recruitment sector as well second thing is that you know um, retention of any kind of employees especially in the senior management level is a great great task right because you don't find a replacement of a senior management so easily you may still find a replacement for entry level or mid level guys because of the sheer depth of uh, a young workforce that india population uh, currently uh, you know consists of but having said that you know getting a replacement getting the right set of people at the c level is by no means a easy job and to a certain extent we at cohera trying to solve that problem although we will never be able to do solve 100% of the problem because I, as i said the senior management not everything can be on gig only a certain set of roles for a short term can be on gig but yes to a certain extent we can interimly solve that problem right so uh, retention of c level talent will be a great great challenge especially in 2022 because uh, you know the demand as the demand go, uh, grows up and the supply doesn't take and i'm using the word supply with the right sense of caution the right kind of supply doesn't match up with the demand this problem is not going to be get solved right so i think uh, use of technology for sure uh, the change in the mindset of uh, you know uh, rather than hiring warm bodies hire skills because if you hire skills the skill that is being hired will also be more more tempted to stay with that organization because he knows that his right set of skills are being used for the right uh, uh, kind of job that he is wanting for uh, right i think these are the two things and obviously i mean Uh, this how can this be solved this can only be solved with the help of technology going forward and that's why we see a lot of these technology startups what a lot of these technological tools are being used by the hr managers and the recruiters so that they make the right quality decisions when they hire people all right so gurpreet vinit uh, just noted that there could be a challenge uh, in terms of retaining uh, gig cxos so do you also uh, find your clients facing challenges in retaining the rest of their uh, gig workforce first of all of course uh, gig retention is a challenge because you know with gig there is an intrinsic nature of flexibility that comes in and to retain a gig talent you have to be better than all of the other platforms that are available right so uh, so i'm sure you would be aware of the social security code which was launched a couple of years back it is yet to be implemented but the good thing is that in the past year or so uh, there is a lot of awareness around this and pandemic has basically increased or or fastened this whole implementation process so what platforms such as avika is doing is not waiting for these rules to come in and implement it we are already launching insurance schemes and other social benefits to our gig workers so that's the first thing you know what it does is it adds a layer of security 
uh, for the gig workers. Uh, they are able to adopt gig as a livelihood and they start sticking to your platform a lot more. So that means that, um, you know, if, if I'm a gig worker and I know that a beginner is also giving me the benefits that I will get as a full-time employee somewhere else, I would rather stick here. So that's the first thing that, you know, we have kind of taken care of. The second thing that we also ensure is that there is a continuous skilling and upskilling that happens for a gig worker. So let's say I am a gig worker. I come to the platform. I currently, uh, for that matter, do not have a very good skill base or I am not really qualified. What I will come here is I will go to Avigna app and I will probably start doing very basic uh, sort of work like a last mile delivery or a verification. Now this requires hard work, but it does not require a specific skill. I'll work for it. I'll work here for six months. I'll 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 probably earn 15, 20,000 or even 25,000 a month. At the same time in those six months, I'll start training myself on other skills in the platform itself. So I'll learn sales, I'll learn auditing. I'll probably start doing online proctoring of exams or certain digital uh, service lines like a telecalling. Once I've learned that, I will start applying on those job opportunities as well. And uh, finally, I'll land up a job there because, you know, I've already taken, taken the skilling there. Now I will start earning maybe 35,000, 40,000 a month. So in the same platform, I am able to sustain my livelihood with whatever skill I have upskill myself within that particular time period and then start earning more. So, so this leads to a very large retention uh, within my set of gig workers. So with, with this sort of, uh, you know, experience that I give to gig workers that the platform gives to gig workers, the retention does not become a very large problem statement. So just to summarize, yes, retention is an important parameter in gig. But as long as you give the right value, as long as the gig workers understand that value, be it the benefits, be it the uh, continuous livelihood that they can create across various tasks, be it the upskilling opportunities that they have within the platform, the retention will not be a problem. So that's a quick view on the retention piece, uh, Stashno. All right. So Vineet, being a part of the gig CXOs industry, what are you looking forward to or not looking forward to for the industry in 2022? Well, I can definitely for sure answer what I would like industry to look forward to from the gig CXO. See, the first thing I just want to, you know, use this platform to say that uh, you ought to kind of inform the, uh, you know, industry that we do have a platform for CXOs, which means that the average experience level of the gig CXO in our platform is about 20 years. And they are minimum 45 years of age. So the mean age of our of a C-level guy in our platform is about 47 years. So which makes that they are the people who understands the business in and out, and they are the people who are well trained to or equipped to manage any kind of a business situations. So this is something that I want to uh, you know I'm looking forward that uh, more and more decision makers or the industry veterans or the CEOs you know look forward to have an interim CXOs look forward to use this kind of a you know disruptive concept in india not derail any of the business problems because of the lack of right set of c level guys it's not that we are we are we're not there forever but we are there for that only for that point of time which the company needs and to solve the problem so this is something that i'm looking forward for the uh, industry uh, you know uh, decision makers to use to the best advantage and obviously it brings a cost cost uh, uh, you know, advantage as well, because the average, uh, you know, um, for example, that the guy who's average uh, the, the CXO 
whose average salary in the industry is about 70 lakhs to a crore the same skill set guy or the same level guy is available for 50% of the cost so he is willing to work for 30 lakhs per annum or 35 lakhs per annum on a gig basis for whereas his uh, real cost uh, on a full time basis would be at least twice of that so obviously not only it gets the you know solves the problem of having the right set of cxo for the organization but it also gives you a lot of cost uh, you know benefit in terms of roi for the company what i'm not looking forward is uh, you know typically Sudeshan, is very difficult to answer why because i always think of positive uh, that could happen to the indian industry but uh, you know uh, what i'm not looking forward is that people don't understand this concept they quickly catch up to that they don't take time because Time is a critical factor nowadays. We've already lost two good golden years because of Corona. And, uh, you know, this is a time to catch up with what we have lost in the last two years. And that can only be done if you have right set of people working alongside the CEOs of the company, working alongside the founders of the startup to help them grow fast. Right. So what I'm not looking forward is that people take time to understand why this concept can take off yes i know that we are a bit ahead of time but i think 2022 should be the game changer not only for gig cxo but for the whole overall gig economy right so i'm i'm on, on a positive note i'm just uh, saying that i'm i'm very enthusiastically looking forward that more and more companies uh, you know don't wait for the right cxo to join their organization or don't wait uh, to spend precious time in hunting for the right cxo you can use co-hire as an interim measure you can use co-hire for a business solving purpose you can use co-hire uh, for getting cxos to scale the business right um, and this is a time and if they lose the time we lose the time right we lose business right so that will be my two cents sudeshna okay so the last question that i have for gurpreet is uh, have you noticed any particular trend in 2021 that could be influencing the policy makers when they take decisions for 2022. Is there any particular trend? Sudeshna, so uh, there are multiple trends that we've been seeing in the, in this whole gig economy. Uh, and some of those trends, you know, are, are seen in 2021. They will probably be seen in 2022 as well. So I've, I've spoken about a couple of them. I'll just summarize and then talk about a few more as well. So we know that larger enterprises even the likes of a tcs or an infosys or a wipro is adopting gig that did not used to be the case uh, pre-pandemic and and uh, believe me i can say this because i've spoken to the chros uh, in those companies a long time back and uh, the the way they have welcomed gig once you know uh, the pandemic has come in i think in the last couple of years is phenomenal remote work is another very huge trend uh, which which is continuing to increase. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have done work from homes. A lot of us have done vacations. That was not the trend that we remember from earlier, right? So that's a very important trend. Hiring across the expert talent, again, as Vineet has called out, it's it's a new thing in India, but it's catching up for roles. Let's say with with the experience of say two to ten years. It's already caught up. We've we've been working with larger enterprises across roles, and I'm sure with the CXO hiring uh, becoming more relevant in the gig space, I'm sure that will also catch up. Um, see, if I speak about certain policy making uh, aspects, I'm sure that uh, if we are tracking the social security and the benefits code, I think 2022 will be the year where 
things will be implemented and carved in stone. Today, the code is out and we are very close to the policymakers. We know the direction that they have taken uh, due to certain uh, you know, delays. It, it has not been implemented yet, but I think uh, 2022 will be the year where uh, the, the gig workers will get their rights. Uh, the gig workers will feel inclusive uh, while working with any platform. Uh, so for the for that matter, even if they work with five platforms, they will feel that they're doing a full time job. They will have all the benefits uh, other full time employee has. Now, apart from the policy making and how that will traverse, I, there are a few more trends that I see. Right. So if when I was talking about remote jobs, I think in 2022, I see that 50 percent increase of those remote jobs will happen in the kick space the other trend that will happen going forward is that a lot of remote cities be it tier 2 tier 3 and even tier 4 cities will have more gig jobs created as compared to the tier 1 cities because in tier 1 cities i think we are reaching to that stable state level not the saturation level but at least the stable state level we will see a rise in the participation of skilled professions in gig. So blue collar has always dominated, you know, we, when we talk about gig, we associate with a cab driver or a, you know, or a house help. But I think last couple of years has changed that and 2022 will completely be a game changer as Vinit also called out. IT companies will hire more freelancers in 2022. And there is one more shift, which, which, you know, we have to closely watch out. The traditional informal sectors, like the manufacturing sector, the, the construction sector, I think there would be a transition from the informal to the relatively formal gig economy, where there is a platform guiding the gig workers on the ground. So, of course, there there is a flexible informal economy, but the gig economy is a bit formalized, and I think that's the transition that we will see. And I'm sure, obviously, businesses will continue to uh, embrace the rapidly evolving trend, which is gig, and and they will create a dynamic sort of an environment for all the workforce, all the models, be it conventional or the uh, gig model that we have seen. And as Avigna, we, we aim to create 1 million meaningful opportunities for the, for the gig workers that we associate with. And I'm sure that I will also end with a positive note that, you know, even if there are challenges that come our way, which has happened in the past couple of years, I think the gig economy has all the tools and ammunition to overcome those challenges in the right time and still show a growth path going ahead. Well, uh... Thank you, Gurpreet, for joining us on this episode. Thank you, Vineet, for being with us on this uh, episode. And uh, it was really great uh, hosting both of you. And I'm pretty sure that your responses have been really insightful for our audience. Uh, thank you so thank much. You thank you for hosting us. Yes, it was a pleasure and nice meeting you, Vineet, as well. For more such episodes, stay tuned to People Matters. Mm-hmm.